0: Showing everybody how to grow their confidence, one for all and goal like Donovan Gold, so we go beyond the game. Welcome to episode 6 of the Beyond the Game podcast. This is the Leadership Academy. Before we start this episode, I would love to reward some of our amazing listeners and supporters. Without y'all, this podcast wouldn't be what it is. When you hear this episode, message us on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn the words Leadership Academy to be entered for a draw to win a prize. Once again, the words are Leadership Academy. Now, let's get to the episode. During his 33-year career with the Ontario Provincial Police, John Kelsall developed, practiced, and honed his leadership qualities. He's taken a step back, but is still a part-time consultant. As a commander for the emergency response, he is responsible for planning, resourcing, advocating, troubleshooting, and liaising. In the world full of big personalities, he approaches his role with humility, kindness, and faith. And all this has led him to a very successful career he's had thus far. John, how are you doing? Very good, Shaka.
1: You know, it is an honor and privilege to be here. Obviously, I've been following you for quite a while, right from the beginning when I first met you at when you are at U of T, and I think it's just awesome what you're doing, and I'm so honored and grateful that you would uh, reach out, and I'm just so looking forward to this conversation today. It's going to be very productive and good. Thank you.
0: Absolutely, thank you. I've, uh, you know, through through your daughter Jenna, and I've I've gotten to know you a little bit, and I'm so so blessed to have you part of this. And uh, I know your background a little bit, but I'm I'm super excited to dig deeper into it and to to find out more from you. So I'm I'm, I'm okay. grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. All right. You're so good. So you worked with the Ontario Provincial Police for a number of years. What was that like?
1: Yeah. You know what? I, uh, I did a 33 year career with them. I joined in 1985 and retired in September of 2018, but you know what? It it was awesome. It was entirely positive experience. You know, you hear a lot about police officers uh, by the time they retire, they're like, they're just very bitter Mm -hmm. and broken down, but you know what? Through good support from family, like foundational family, good, you know, faith, faith in the Lord, good friends, all the inside the job and outside the job, you know, despite uh, uh, like all the circumstances that a police officer would go through, it was an entirely great experience and uh, it it was a joy and and all of that was based on serving, serving others, serving the public. So uh, it was good and actually it uh, it was a dream of mine that uh, started when I was 15 years of age, actually a little bit earlier before, but confirmed when I was 15 and went all the way through so it, it was it was good and it still continues today
0: is there is there something that I, I oh I, this is probably an obvious <laughs> question but during your time with the OPP have you what, what is something that you can take away from that like is there are the lessons that that you can share
1: yeah oh yeah absolutely you know what like what you're going to face uh, in in the law enforcement police agencies or any job for that matter is that what you're going to encounter is always will always be bigger than you, absolutely. And it's something it's something that you really you know whether it's a large investigation, whether it's a critical incident, something very complex, you you approach that as part of a team. You know we're given incredible training, incredible opportunities to learn and develop, and then you just mesh with the others. And you just go, wow, like, I can't believe I just went through that. I was part of a, a group or a team or investigative team or a platoon. And we, we went through it and we were successful with it. And so, like, that's, that's the big takeaway that I had is, you know, uh, the individual skills that you have and then dovetailing that with your partners. And then you, you go through these incredible things that you go, I can't believe I was there. and I got to do that. And I was part of that uh, whole team, and we did it. And we were safe. We kept the public safe, got the bad guy, so to speak, and um, and got and got through it. So yeah, like like, and, and that has been a lesson that uh, I, I take with me every day, and in my approach of what I'm doing post uh, retirement.
0: That that's amazing. That that is absolutely amazing. And I know, you know, it, especially in, in the media today, like police officers are probably the most highly scrutinized group of yeah. people. Um, so I I appreciate you. I know the the your community appreciates you and your service and the good work that you continue to do to uh, to for, for a better future, for a better tomorrow. So thank you.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. And you know what, it's all about accountability. You know, like we're police officers are part of the community. They got to reflect the community and everybody's accountable for their actions. And so, I mean, it's the golden rule. Treat others as you would be treated yourself. So, you know what? Like, I mean, there's a job to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes people love the job you do and sometimes they don't. But uh, you know what? If, If you always keep that in the back of my, in the back of your mind, that hey, listen, I, I, we're just uh, fellow people along this uh, along this journey. Um, we want to protect the innocent, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to keep it safe and make sure that uh, everybody gets home at the end of the day. Let's do it that way. Like, I mean, there's there's the right way, and then there's the, the other ways. There's no future in it. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. It's it's destructive
0: for sure. But Absolutely. thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, now, be, before, before we get into the nitty-gritty of, this, of the, this episode, can you give us one interesting fact about you, something that, that tells us a little bit about John Kelsall?
1: Um, okay, uh, I, I went to Afghanistan for, for one year in uh, the end of 2011 and all of 2012, and it was an incredible opportunity to be part of a team, to serve my country, And to uh, I was stationed in northern Afghanistan in the Hindu Kush Mountain region. And I was uh, embedded with the New Zealand Defense Force. And I got to work with the Hazara people like Afghanistan is all full of tribes, Mm -hmm. uh, a badly persecuted tribe by the Taliban and suffered greatly. But you know what, these people uh, were eager to learn, they love freedom, they love to go to school, they love to achieve and just being able to be involved with that. It was such a positive work, but in a kinetic environment, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of danger. But once again, that teamwork. But just just seeing the joy of uh, little kids in the morning, little girls in their school uniforms, hand in hand, skipping to school in the midst of a war, mm-hmm. and you know, a generation experiencing freedom and being able to uh, uh, learn and improve. Uh, y- like, I just love that of uh, being able to make a difference with that. So that was one little fact that uh, that uh, I'm very privileged and proud to be part of, of that, that mission. That's for amazing.
0: Sure. Seeing different cultures and different people interact with each other. It gives you a, set, a sense of perspective that you wouldn't have otherwise. Like, I know I know not everybody has has the opportunity to travel, but seeing people in th- you know, that, that are not in your culture or people that are not in your circumstance, it changes everything. And it just opens your eyes to a, a life, a life unknown, really a life unknown. And, yeah. and you
1: know, you, you go there with the attitude that like, you know, like I'm not there to, you know, like listen to me, I've got the solution, but just to learn from them mm-hmm. and, and just sharing those experiences of, of learning together and uh you know what like I mean there's there's nothing better than that eh so absolutely yeah like yeah broadening horizons through through travel and through culture and just learning from each other yeah that's uh if everybody could do that get that opportunity that certainly would uh change a lot of things in our society for sure oh
0: for sure absolutely thank you okay so I know in it's it's very I feel it's very kind of it's the big stereotype that in the the OPP you have a room full of dogs, a room full of alphas. How can you define leadership in a role like that, in a room like that, where there is no one clear leader, where everybody was that person, you know, before they got before they got to this place, and now there's a the room, but there has to be a leader. Yeah,
1: you know what? Like, I mean. Uh as in sports teams and as in uh, police force and tactical units, there's, yeah, there's a lot of assertive uh, competitive Mm -hmm. uh, accomplished people coming there. But you you know what, if you put it in perspective of why you're there and what you're to do, yes, you do need leadership and obviously like the ranks define that. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you do have informal leadership through credibility and position, especially, you know, if, if people, you know, are walking the walk and talking the talk, but uh, you know what, you focus on what needs to be done. And so when, when it becomes the collaborative effort in you know, problem solving a, a tactical situation and everybody has their defined roles, stick within your lane, um, but, but help out the other guy and all work towards accomplishing that mission, whether it's a hostage rescue, a high risk takedown, uh, like, you know, a, like a, a dangerous uh, weapons uh, entry mm-hmm. or whatever. And so that no one's going to be the hero. And in fact, you're not even going to get any accolade or whatever. You're just going there to do the job, do it well, do your part. And then, you know what, just quietly, quietly go away, walk away. It doesn't matter who gets the credit, just thought mm-hmm. it was done right. And yeah, and you go back with your team and, and then, you know, you debrief it. Okay, exactly. what was, what was good there? What was, what, what did I need to do? What, what, you know, where do I need to improve? So yeah, there's a lot of you know, people who want to, but you know what, you, you sift those people out, you know, you sift out the ones, like if they're there for themselves, they, they're not going to last and they'll be mm-hmm. eventually they'll be because kind of, like people, that doesn't resonate with, with people or team or whatever. Like I know you're a big team guy and uh, sports and all that. And you, you, you see those people who are for themselves Mm-hmm. But the ones who for are for each other and for the team goals, that's where the leadership comes in. And then you know what you you'll do anything for them. You know what? Uh, like I mean, to be a, a mountain mover, if you can do that, you can do that with volunteers.
0: Absolutely. When you,
1: when you have people sacrificing and volunteering then you can move mountains and do anything. So. Mm-hmm. That, like that that's the difference so yeah you know what you have your ranks there's you know as a paramilitary organization with defined ranks we have to go through promotional processes and all that but the leadership comes from the individual actions of being accountable and sacrificing for each other so
0: yeah the,
1: those are little dynamics but they get sifted out in the debris for sure
0: Absolutely. That, no, that, that makes 100% sense. Like I know that in my last year playing football, you know, my, my, our team was, you know, full of a very assertive, very dominant personalities, people who wanted to, to, to do the best for the team. And it was really cool to see. And one thing we were plagued, we were plagued with was, was penalties. We had a lot of penalties, but um, I remember going into our championship game and you know i was coming off an injury I, but i was able to t- kind of talk to my talk to my teammates and uh for those who don't know in canada you play with 12 men on the field um so uh so i, I told, told the team do your 112 it doesn't matter if you get five minutes doesn't matter if you play the entire game do your 112 and this and you will work as a fully functioning machine to go and do what is needed to do to win and so it was i i loved that the team responded to that because everybody did their part. Um, I'm happy that that you know, it's the same same concepts are applied to so many different areas of life. And it seemed that it's the same concept applied to the to the police as well.
1: Yeah, and, and you know what? Uh, like w- when you take a group of people w- with a common goal and where they've been galvanized together, where they've gone through training camps together, mm-hmm. where they've trained, where they banged and they've crashed and they've done all sorts of stuff, What ends up being the link that will bring them all together and to achieve that goal is you don't want to let them down. You don't want to let your buddy down. You don't want to let your line mate down. You don't want to let your uh, entry partner or your observer let let them down. You you don't want to disappoint. You just want to uh, excel in that. So you know what? Like that type of cohesion, man, you you can't crack that. You can't crack it. Mm -hmm. It, it, uh, It accomplishes for sure.
0: I love that. I love it. So you've alluded to it a little bit, but what is leadership to you? How, how do you define leadership?
1: You you know what? Uh, leadership is servanthood. It's, it's serving for the betterment of others and for the accomplishment of the goal. And it's, it's putting others first and setting other people up to succeed. And giving them every single chance every single opportunity prom- uh, opportunities of training of learning and just seeing them succeed and and you know what like I mean as a coach at the sidelines. When you have developed your players, and when you have uh, instructed them and taught them given them the, practice those skills and then to see them do well, and that is just awesome so. But that's the approach that I took in the units that I've led and, and the teams that I participated in is, uh, I, you know, with my influence there is I want to make it an unprecedented time where people walked away from that or came away from that saying, hey, that person had interest in me. They wanted uh, me to do better and redefine their boundaries, redefine it in a way that they will excel beyond what they ever thought. Whether that's, you know, praising them or giving them constructive feedback, mm-hmm. uh, getting them courses and in, in terms of uh, getting better qualifications and skills and working with them, that, 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 that to me is leadership. So, you know what, and, and as I said, it's nothing to do of, uh, you know, being in the position of that or having the power of that or the promotion or using that as a stepping stone. People who use positions as a stepping stone for the next the next position is, is a disaster. Oh yeah. And so like, I never ever wanted to be that, be that type of guy. Just, in fact, I didn't even care if I would ever be promoted again. I just wanted going into that situation that that place, no status quo, don't keep it status quo, keep it, uh, keep it moving forward motion, keep getting it better, but just, you know, you're there as if you're going to be there forever and just uh, invest, invest in people. And then those goals are accomplished. So, so that's always the philosophy or approach that I, I brought to the uh, areas that I that I was able to have the privilege of leading or being responsible for, and mm-hmm. being accountable for that. Right? Yes.
0: Yeah. So, Nice. Yeah. That, that sounds like a very developed uh, definition. And it, it seems like it's, it's come with with years of experience and years of refining to get to that point. How, how did you come up with your definition?
1: Yeah, you know what? I mean, first of all, like as a young child and young boy and teenager, obviously it was modeled for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: M- modeled for me through my parents. You know, like I saw the sacrifice and I know your parents are the same sacrificed incredibly for, for you and you know you, you just want to see your your children or you know they want to see you do well and all that so i saw the sacrifice that they had for me and then also the, the other thing was was learning to be faithful in the little things because the little things are the big things so you know uh making your bed in the morning getting up being on time you yeah. know uh, getting a message answering it right away you know like that, that type of respect right So that type of, you know, just be having that discipline, you know, uh, work first, play later, get it done, Mm -hmm. accomplish those types of things. So you have those types of things instilled in you right from uh, and modeled, modeled, not just told, but modeled. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that becomes part of your DNA, becomes part of your character. And so, you know, like, I mean, leadership isn't something that you do at an event. Okay. Now I'm going to be a leader. It's something that you are being and doing because of your training because of your character and because of your desire and passion. So that Mm. when you come up to those big things, you're in it because like, when you get it on game day, game day, like, yeah, you're going to play well, but it's only an indication of what you've been doing with your life for the past season in the training camps, the past year, whatever. So, so having it modeled by my parents and then uh, early on in my police career, I had some incredible bosses. And you know, like, like probably the underlying thing was like, they believed in me, they believed in me and they, they gave opportunity and they, mm-hmm. they set you up to succeed and, you know, and, and not like, you know, some bosses want to put everybody into a mold everybody's got to be the same. Right. But, but mm-hmm. no, when you celebrate that diversity, like, as long as like the sameness is what you want is the excellence, the discipline and uh, the passion. But everybody brings different skills and things to the game. And so w- w- when you uh, incorporate that into whatever the task is going to be, and I had bosses do that for me, sergeants and corporals early on in my career, and just kind of like set you loose and set you free. And then you just go, man, I, I want to please them. And I want to do well, and I want to serve. So like that type of stuff sticks with you. And, and, uh, and so when you get into a position to help, to lead and help others you go okay that's what i want so that's what i want to be like so that's kind of where that came from early on and then you know what like i mean even in uh, in the bible jesus uh, Jesus christ was the ultimate servant like i mean yeah, the most yeah. powerful but he sacrificed himself right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that so that others could live and be better so like i mean that's the ultimate example but uh, yeah so, so that's it, it's all about servanthood it's not yeah. about self
0: I love it. I, I love it. I love it. And you were, you were you were speaking and it's funny because I was about to bring bring up the Bible too, and then you just did. Me and me and a few my friends, we did a small group, we had a small group the other day, and we were, we started going through Proverbs chapter one and it's talking talking about Solomon and taking advice and, and all that, right? And so I remember the first the first bit of it says, do not, I'm not gonna quote it, but it says do not disregard the advice from your parents more yeah. or less somewhere right and so and so uh we as we're talking you know we're saying yeah, I know your you know your parents parents will say this parents will say that and, you know this is the, the advice that you should get um, and then i i started thinking about those who might not have the luxury or might not have the 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 privilege of of parents that yeah. are doing the right thing right and so yeah. and so my thought went to well that advice the quote quote advice could be don't do what they do because you see the destruction the yeah. that they're going to, right? And so, um, I've also I've also had leaders ha- and and bosses that have done things. Are I see, I'm like eh, that's kind of questionable. And, and so, yeah. learning from that, and you know, if I could avoid the experiences that they do by not doing what they do, then I think that in itself can can be a form of of learning and, and leadership, and to help defi- define my my version of leadership, right?
1: absolutely. I mean, we could always serve as a bad example, right? Yeah. That's and, true. Uh, but, 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 but you know what, like, and that's where humility comes in yeah, where you're willing sure. to admit your mistakes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, you know, go, okay, I, I see some things that I'm, I don't agree with and that maybe have hurt me or whatever. And that's where the forgiveness mm-hmm. comes in. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and that's, then that's super, super, super tough, but then you go, okay, I can learn from that and I don't want to be that. And I want to be better. And we all want, you know, our children, our coworkers or a succession plan to be better than us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: so, you know, with that humility and that confession and that forgiveness and go, okay, yeah, maybe I didn't have those role models or those examples, but a common ingredient is this, or what's necessary is it's, it's always character first, not skills Character first, absolutely, and then you can train and teach. So if if you have a teachable spirit, and go, okay, yeah, like, a, okay, yeah, I, I didn't, I missed that, or what do I need to do here to to be better? And and you know, mentorship is everything, right? And and mm-hmm. latching on to somebody or something or whatever. And 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 for me, it was Jesus Christ, faith, my parents, uh, some some incredible mentors, and uh, in, and helping me get onto the OPP. And all that; those are the those are the huge inputs in, into my life as I progress through my career and to mm-hmm. this day as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's awesome, and I I, I appreciate you sharing that too because I feel like sometimes um, that part of it goes missing. You know, people don't necessarily think about being humble or being being able to apologize or being able to to learn from the mistakes of others and they kind of a lot of people have the the mindset that it's it's my way I have to do it this way and and that's it and it's been I I've had teammates captains and coaches that that have done that and it's hard to see sometimes because the a lot of us are looking in is like are you you sure you want to do that because you're alienating yourself from everybody else so I I I appreciate you saying that that's 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 important to note.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you yeah, right on. Yeah. And that's where the humility comes from. And so, you know, if, if you're uh you know, a captain of a team or a staff sergeant or an inspector or a corporal or whatever, and just being able, able to say to your team, I messed up, I missed that or whatever. And, and, and you know, like, I mean, that's uh, like with, with police tactical teams or any teams for that matter is debriefing is everything Yeah. and going over and go, okay, yeah, I, I missed that or, you know, I didn't communicate that rightly, or you didn't know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't have the, the right expectations or I didn't understand. And just being able to uh, correct those, that, that goes a long way. That That's the biggest, I mean, like what does success, like, I mean, success teaches you things, but it's more in the failure and the learning. I remember uh, a buddy of mine said, you know, your best day of training is the one where you made the most mistakes and learn from mm-hmm. them and, you know, where you just kept on and grind. Kept on being a grinder and did it. and You learned it, and and then when it comes to game day or every day, it's uh, it's you're, you're way ahead. You're way ahead than what you would have been. So yeah, fa- f- failure is the way to success.
0: <laughs> this is true. This is very very true. It. Absolutely. Like, let's let's talk about your role uh, a little bit here. So you were the commander for emergency response in Ontario. Who did it service? So, what did you? What did your role service? Who did your role service? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, um, in my career, uh, like it was always my dream to become, uh, or my goal to become part of the tactics and rescue unit to be part of a be a tactical operator. Mm-hmm. And uh, I joined the OPP with with that in mind. But obviously, you you, you got to pay your pay your dues, and you got to learn. You, yeah, you got to work yeah. the streets and. And, and learned all the fundamental skills of, of being a police officer. So anyways, I was able to progress and uh, within five years of my career, I was able to get on the team. And, uh, you know, I was a, a sniper, rappel master and all those types of things. But uh, I came up through the ranks and uh, back uh, four, uh, you know, six years ago, I was uh, promoted to inspector. I was commander of uh, emergency response for the OPP. Uh, tactics and rescue unit so I had the the, the very teams that I I were, were on and that I was a training coordinator for seven years and being being with I ended up being their commander so I was commander of tactics and rescue I was in charge of the crisis negotiator unit I was in charge of the tactical medics and I was in charge of the uh, bomb squad or emergency disposal unit so uh, I would I would term them as the Pointy end of the stick, so to speak, for the the OPP, and so it, I, I was in charge of those teams and making sure that they were staffed up, they had the best equipment, uh, the selection of personnel, uh, making leadership decisions on deployment and training and all that. So and and operations and saying okay, as things came up, uh, critical incidents across the province, you know, you would in consultation with the team leaders and the incident commanders you'd make decisions okay the east team's going to go here the west team's going to go here central you're going to stay put as reserve so i was responsible like for the day-to-day operation Mm -hmm. of of the unit with some fantastic fantastic leaders um uh, commanders of each uh, of each team so there's three teams in ontario for the opp there's many tactical teams but uh the OPP have uh three hostage rescue counterterrorism teams so it was uh, it was a joy just to be uh in that position and and to work with incredible men and women in, in accomplishing these these goals so it was challenging like it's a 24/7 365 day job
0: i can imagine but uh,
1: it it was it was good yeah uh, no better fun for sure
0: <laughs> that's good that's good and lebron james has this has has this kind of tagline strive for excellence and that's something that i that i love to kind of imp- implement in my life as well in in your roles have you've had multiple roles but if you can summarize it in your roles um what was your motivation for striving for excellence
1: yeah you know first of all like there's there's a, a important differentiation here like it's you don't want to be elite but you want to be excellent. Like elite has a, like, like kind of like a, a proud or pride mm-hmm. tag to it. Whereas excellence is just being competent and confident and and uh, humble in, in your role. And so in striving for that, you know, like, I mean, obviously like you bring your, yourself, your attitude, your character, your skill acquisition, your qualifications, all those types of things. So, you know, as part of a team, like if you're not executing 100%, you know, they're gonna get through the line. Yeah. So you know, so you're doing your part to to make sure that the job is done well. And, and you know, like I mean, that comes to that comes down to attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Like what's like you know, being that positive and uh, being flexible and being understanding and being sacrificial. So you bring all that attitude of gratitude, put that all together, and so your own part. Is uh, is not lacking because you're not going to let anybody down, not, not let yourself down. And so where that comes from is a thing called, and I and I learned this when I was at Land Forces Central Training Area, meford, which is a big uh, training site facility. And I remember uh, across they had these banners across all these doorways into uh, different training areas and gymnasiums that had never pass a fault. And, you know, when you think about that, never pass a fault, what am I going to pass a fault? In? Well, I could pass a fault in myself. If I let a, like a pride or a negative attitude or gossip come in, mm-hmm. you know, then I'm just kind of excusing that. So first of all, before you point, before you look at faults of your teammates or your, whoever you're working with, look at yourself first and make sure that uh, you're not, um, doing the double talk or yeah. uh, or being a hypocrite right mm-hmm. and so then if you see faults in others and in humility and constructive you say hey listen man i, I yeah there's something missing here you know and, and just in, in some courage but in humility just point that out so you, you don't want to pass a fault in whatever you're doing in yourself with your team so so as a commander you know like we're always looking for uh you know, there's gaps, performance gaps. And so you identify them and not so much that they're faults, but they might be just challenges or Mm -hmm. things that need to be improved upon. Right. So it's always, yeah, you're, 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 you know, you want to execute 100%, but you want to do that the right way and do it with all that you've been entrusted with and with the skills and the resources you've had. And if there are gaps or whatever, fill them in do what it Mm -hmm. does. And you know what? You cannot fill a gap without sacrificing.
0: Yeah. You have to sacrifice.
1: And so obviously in in whatever situation we're in, if if we're not sacrificing right now, we're really not accomplishing anything for ourselves, let alone anything for the future. And so that's where, that's where the whole striving for excellence comes in is just filling in those gaps, but in a constructive way, and just uh, making it better for right now and for the future. So yeah, that, that's that's kind of like where I I went with that.
0: Nice, I love and I, I love that answer, I really do. Uh, you meant you mentioned trying to fill in those gaps, and and I get, I feel that as as a leader, you you either fill in those gaps with yourself, or you're filling those gaps with with people who who are strong in those areas. Um, yeah. How how have you found yourself? overcoming obstacles and challenges essentially filling in those gaps in your roles yeah, yeah you know what
1: first of all like the, like there's no lone ranger in yeah. in police work or in tactical teams or or sports teams or whatever like you cannot do it by yourself, no. no absolutely not so you know what it's it's coming to to others and say okay, what am I lacking here and you know like I mean that's that's tough eh because we all have blind spots, yeah. And you know when you find out, okay, <laughs> yeah, you know you're you're missing on that thing. Then you know just uh, incorporating that. And you know what, like the iron sharpens iron from Proverbs, right? Yeah, yeah. And and just to get that feedback and go, okay, yeah, I I I miss that totally. But just being able to go away, process it, and say, okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm not gonna let that down, or I got to address that issue. And you know what? Like, I mean, it's not something you can do on your own, mm-hmm. self-effort or discipline. Yeah, like, I mean, practical skills or whatever. Yeah, like, if I need to be more, uh, you know, have a quicker draw, more accurate with my, with my rifle or my pistol or whatever. Yeah, you're gonna get to the range and you're gonna do reps, right? Exactly. Or whatever it is on the on the on the football field or on the court. Got to do reps. Mm-hmm. So it's it's having that discipline, but uh, understanding that it's. You're you're, you're a part of something bigger, and that you need the other to to accomplish that. So yeah, those gaps come from help and the humility to ask for help. Absolutely. You know, like like nothing worse. Like uh, you know, if you don't have a if you don't have a teachable spirit, like with someone like you can't learn or you can't correct. That's just it's, it's brutal. It's tough. Like it's it, it just breaks down a team. So you know that's that's where I kind of uh, always. Inc- had that in the back of my mind as I approached problem solving that uh was way beyond like my my brain power my resources mm-hmm. you go hey I need you know what you want to surround yourself with people who are better than you
0: yeah so absolutely. first of all because you
1: get to learn from them and then as mm-hmm. well you can accomplish the goal so you know, like, like to, to go through, approach a problem and, and not ask for uh, help or not ask for some clarification or for assistance. I mean, that, that's the only way in, in mm-hmm. doing that. So that takes a mindset. That takes character. But uh, believe me, that what you accomplish with that will be sustainable and will be excellent for sure.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you. And, you know, throughout our conversation, throughout our conversation, I've I've heard, I've heard you talk about, you know, in, in one way or another without directly hitting it, but leadership in your roles in different, just different aspects. And can you summarize leadership and what it looks like in your role specifically?
1: Post OPP I'm, I'm still working. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. back with the OPP doing, uh, firearms instruction with the recruits. Uh, brand new recruits. And so that's, you know, getting to, to, to give back and as well, I'm, I'm working with uh, another agency and setting up, uh, a, an incident commander program for them, mm-hmm. but the leader, what that leadership looks like, you know, for when I was in the OPP and now my post OPP career where I'm still in that genre is just going in there just being humble and just saying, okay, you know, what can I learn from them first? I got to know what their culture is. I got to know, uh, I got to hear their hearts, see their needs, get them to teach me and then go, okay, what, what can I bring to this table? N- not, not to uh, see- seek a benefit for myself, but, but seek a benefit f- uh, for them. And go, okay, how can I leave? How can I make this better? Like I was never, ever a status quo person. Mm -hmm. Like anybody can do like a 30 year career one year over, do the same thing over and over again. Like, I mean, I know you're not like that. I'm not like that either. You always need a challenge, right?
0: Exactly. So you go like,
1: not going to leave it. So whatever, whatever I approach, first of all, I'm not a caretaker, like a a, a caretaker, manager, caretaker, commander or leader. You want to make it better. than than what you did so that's you know so the leadership that i i bring to whatever i was in in the opp or post opp is i i want to make that better and i want to do that through other people uh, enabling enabling them and so that uh, and, and also finding succession planning finding someone developing people who you work with so that they are better than you Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: that they will replace when they replace you it's even better
0: yeah surround yourself with
1: those types of people with those those that excellence and that attitude and that gratitude and that humility so like I mean those are type those are some of the things that I bring that I bring with me in in my leadership toolbox uh, Mm -hmm. in new situations where people have presented to me some tasks or some challenges to address or some objectives or initiatives to do is 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 that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So and you know what you can't lose like that and and no, it ends
0: up being at fun. All. It's,
1: it's joyful it's fun yeah. like you go I get to work with some incredible people and yeah. I get to do it uh, you just I, I remember you know, when we were first when I was first on a tactical team, we we would look at each other and go, Man, can you believe We got to do this. <laughs> this. That that you know, we got to be involved, engaged in something bigger than us that was mm-hmm. super important, that uh required a lot of challenge and teamwork. And so, you know, if you have that attitude what to whatever the Lord calls you to, go, mm-hmm. oh, man, I was here, I got to be here and uh got to make a difference. Then you know, like that's the whole thing is. I want to be mission oriented. Yes. Whatever you're going to do, whatever you're going to do, it's got to make a difference. Like anything other than that is time and energy in the wrong direction and ends up, there's no future in it. So Mm -hmm. you pick something that you're going to be, whether the Lord gives it to you, whether you're assigned it, make sure that it's going to make a difference. And because of that, you don't want to waste time. Don't waste time whatsoever on useless pursuits on things that have no future or the things selfish things or whatever and then the last thing is the finish well like mm. can have great beginnings, but what's even more more important than a a good beginning is a strong strong finish well absolutely absolutely well, well done like well and faithful servant so three essential ingredients mission make a difference don't waste time finish well finish strong
0: Absolutely. I, I I absolutely love that. And, um, you know, we, we spoke about humility earlier and I, I can't think of something more humble than a 33 year, year vet to come in and, learn from a, a, a group of recruit, essentially recruits, people who are trying to get better better and progress their career. And then, and then speaking, speaking after that point. So uh, I love that you're making a difference from your role now and that people respect you for it and are willing to, to be in that environment. So thank you. Cause I, I know the world, the world needs to progress and you're doing your part in making it happen.
1: Thanks. You know, what? I just love meeting these new recruits. Like they got their whole life in front of them. And you know, like I asked them like, what were, what were the ingredients of your success and you know, like they say, you know, like discipline and sacrifice and a hunger to learn and goal setting, which are all essential ingredients, but there are other things too. Like what enabled them to be there? Like it was family, Mm -hmm. right? people Mm -hmm. who sacrificed for them whether it's family friends or whatever teachers all sorts of inputs and i said you know what think of all those things together and then lock that in that is your key to success
0: absolutely and
1: it's that foundation man you you, you, we cannot forget our roots we can't forget the foundation we we can't forget how we got here because Mm -hmm. you know like like Long after you know when you're maybe a bit more comfortable, you're not so much under pressure, which we always should be. We always got to, we always got to be challenging that way. But you know what? You, you can forget where you came from, and absolutely. and you know I, I try to I, I remind them saying, hey, lock this in. Remember that hunger. Remember that drive. And absolutely. And you, and you know, and I know complacency, on the court, complacency on the football field, complacency in policing a disaster yeah disaster so or taking things for granted so you incorporate all those things in so be just being with recruits and being able to see that and that hunger and that fire and i said you're know, like always watch out you know like when you get away from this environment where like i mean you're eager to please you're eager to learn you got to achieve you got to get these qualifications all that type of stuff i said then you're going to get away from that and you're going to see a culture culture mm-hmm. happens culture will always happen and you know what culture a negative culture will beat policy and leadership every time
0: yeah absolutely
1: but if if you go there and i said find find that best person in the detachment find the one who is positive who is faithful in the little things who's executing and, and has a spirit of excellence and model yourself after them follow them not to be like look at me look what i'm doing and all that type of stuff but just to be a solid contributor and someone who people can count on, who you'll be, who uh, you're accountable for, that your bosses will see and uh, not worrying who gets the credit or anything like that. And I say, you know what, you do that type of thing, you will have fun through this whole career. You won't be bitter and you will be challenged and you will get to be involved in things that you've never thought possible
0: love that I absolutely love that that no this this wasn't this wasn't a question a question that I was, I was thinking about earlier but as you're talking I just came kids kept coming to my mind um there are the fact that you tell people to lock in their motivation essentially or to, to lock in you know their reasons for beginning or their their families and like this all the stuff in their head so they so they don't get complacent and they keep going it tells me that you know they're there are people that do get complacent, and people get complacent in, in everything. That's that's just I guess just a matter of fact, right? How are those people, people who do get complacent? Can you point them out when when um, when you're training them, and and how are they dealt with, more or less?
1: Okay, so, so I mean, yeah, good good question. So you know what, like everybody has an expiry date. Like if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't have a good attitude, you've got an expiry date. And you could see it, you could see it on people on the teams. When I was on mission in Afghanistan, you go, man, that, that guy shouldn't be here anymore. Like they they've they've outlived, like mm-hmm. they're not safe. They they've kind of uh like their SA situation awareness has dropped way down. They're not taken as seriously, or they're into gossip or they're complaining mm-hmm. or whatever. So like, I mean, those types of people stand out and you know what, like, I mean, that's where our blind spots. So if, if that's, what's happened to us, then, then certainly like you need to listen to that feedback that's coming on. Right. So mm-hmm. there are some people who never have an expiry date mm-hmm. They could go, like they could be on the team forever. Like that, that person is a charger. They're putting in the most training days. They're the first in and the last out, that type of thing. But you know what? even those people who have, have uh, become complacent or they've kind of lost their way, like it's sort of like their, their, their compass, like which always points to magnetic north, it's no longer pointing north, it's slightly mm-hmm. off. And you know what? All it takes is, is, uh, is some love, is some yeah. listening, because you know what? I mean, we're, we're, we're all in context of our life yeah. and of all the trials and tribulations and, and, and the hurts. Mm-hmm. and you know we don't know what's going on in people's lives and you know I like, I mean to, to approach a person like that with condemnation first of all we have no right to do that because yeah we're, we're, we've been all there ourselves but just to approach them with understanding and, and you know like I mean some people will accept that other people will reject it right mm-hmm. and if you have a negative person who uh like I mean they can destroy a team right Mm-hmm. And so, sometimes it's better that, uh, like, they move on and say, "Hey, listen, may, maybe this is there's something else. Uh, there, you can have careers within careers, and go on to something else at this time. But also being able to recognize it in yourself. You know, like, uh, have I been here? Uh, am I still the the contributor? Is uh, have I slipped in certain ways? Maybe it's time for me to uh, to, to move to something else." Uh, that better fits because, like, we're all growing or outgrowing different things. Yeah. But, um, y- you know, so, so like, with a, br- a brand new recruit, you know, coming on into whatever role they have, like, if they start, like, so you look, it's like the verse says, like, the wise man built the house upon the rock. You don't mm-hmm. want to build it on sand, which, because we're going to be facing trials, we crush our souls, right? Exactly. But if you have that foundation, of faith, faith in the Lord, hope, love, and uh, and and working as a team and, and being humble, those those types of things. Then when these things happen and uh, th- then you don't check out, like you're checking in, right? You're not getting bitter. You're you you have a purpose to get better, that exactly. type. So so yeah, so we we, we see these people who struggle. They're, we're all struggles. We don't, we mm-hmm. were not on we're not on all the time
0: it's true right? absolutely yeah.
1: true but you know it's 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 the heart where's the yeah. heart yeah you know like uh, i heard like what's in your hand what's in your heart what's in your ear mm-hmm. inputs right mm-hmm. and and find out you know it, it's garbage in garbage out what are you feeding mach- what, what's feeding the machine mm-hmm and you know if, if you want to you, you need the proper fuel right so it's all absolutely. it's all inputs and then that will that will certainly affect your day-to-day performance your attitude and all that so yeah that's that's the way i've been looking at it hey that's but, you also know, that's been, that's great yeah you gotta look at yourself first right
0: absolutely absolutely you know find 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 that something to motivate you find something to motivate others and Keep everybody going. You got to point that arrow right back to true north. So no, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So what is next for you? What are your next steps in your journey?
1: Okay. So uh, I am, as I said, I am working part-time with the OPP, uh, Mm -hmm. doing firearms uh, training for the recruits. I'm also working for another agency. I'm not going to disclose who they are, but we're putting to. I'm putting together a, uh, an incident command program for them in, in leadership and organizing themselves for addressing complex incidents. But whatever it is, it's giving back. Absolutely. Like there's, it does, like, there's no take here. It's, it's just, you know, like I've, I've been blessed. I've been afforded some incredible opportunities and experience and just, you know, coming alongside an organization or people. And just being able to track with them, come alongside them, and learn from them. And then they help you, you help them. But you know what? It all comes down to relationships. Relationships mm-hmm. are everything. Absolutely. And certainly, it's, it's, it's not a bridge you want to burn. So, you know, uh, it, like time is so valuable. Time is so short. You know, like uh, uh, my my mom passed away in uh, October of uh, 2020, and uh, so you know I'm spending time with my dad, my family. Like family's everything, right? Yeah. Time is just going by so quickly. Circumstances, and you don't want to you don't want to miss out. You don't mm-hmm. want to waste any any time with that. So so just celebrating celebrating the marriage, my my beautiful wife Sharon, my girls. You know just uh we just got such a brief time here and you know just wanting to make account and invest in people and and strengthening those relationships and just uh learning and loving each other but that, that's mm-hmm. that's what i want to do you know what it, it's not um you know i mean you talk about success what's what's success right hmm you know, success is uh, having that family and loving them, loving the Lord with your whole heart, your whole soul, your whole mind and loving each other and, and, and uh, helping each other out. Then it doesn't matter what else
0: happens. Right. Absolutely. I, I love that yeah. answer. That, that, that is a perfect answer to me. Love that. Nice. And so so to end off, you know, what, what is a piece of advice that you would give to someone that's looking to, to step up into a leadership role?
1: I must decrease so others can increase. Mm. Yes. Just put put, put, just put others first. Love them with your whole heart. Bless them. You know what? Like, I mean, you hear that example of, uh, you know, where the Lord says, uh, if you go into a banquet hall, don't pick the chair of honor. Mm-hmm. You know, go here because how embarrassing to say, okay, am I just sit here and then say, no, not really. You gotta sit over here, right? So <laughs> exactly. so so so, so look, look for the opportunity to to just be just be the quiet one mm-hmm. and just lift lift others up in that. And you know what? Eventually that will be recognized. That's catchy and 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 it doesn't matter like success in terms of fame or fortune or power or whatever it's just having that satisfaction that i did it right i loved others i wasn't selfish i had the proper motives i had the humility i had an attitude of gratitude mm-hmm. and uh that, that's 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 what you want to do that that's that's what i want to continually be and do and just say hey they're uh you know, w- when you're in that situation, and then you leave, they go, Oh man, I really wish that person was back here because they did make a difference. Right. It's yeah. not, uh, it's, it's not what you told them or, or whatever it's, it's how you made them feel.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that, and that, that's awesome. Thank you for that. Really. Thank you. Um, I know that I know that a lot of people are going to benefit from this because you've, you have a wealth of experience and, wisdom from your from your years and so people will hear this people will take it and I know people are going to run with it one more one more surprise question um just 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 to um just to benefit the the lifelong learners that are listening um do you have any books or podcasts or videos that you recommend for people to read if you can give us well uh,
1: yeah you know what like first of all uh, I, I'd recommend the Bible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I read it every day and in fact I have read um, the Bible in a year every year since probably oh. I was about 15 or 16. Wow And uh, like I, I follow uh, follow a reading plan and um, just uh, it's, it's living in word. And, and just, just the wisdom, the wisdom of like King David or the wisdom of King Solomon or the wisdom of Jesus. Is, like, I mean, that, that's, where it's all, that's all, where it's all from, right? Mm-hmm. John 10, 10, I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. Like, what is an abundant life? Like, it's not a life um, uh, absent of grief or sorrow or loss, but it's a life of joy. And uh, so I learned but those types of things, so like I mean, a lot of people get on the happiness train, and that's all the based on circumstances and you're up and yeah. down like a, like a roller coaster, all that stuff, but joy is uh, is independent of all that. And yeah. you know what like I mean, the difference between happiness and joy is sorrow. Sorrow will wither happiness in a second.
0: yeah, but yeah. sorrow
1: grows joy. so yeah those like like wiz, wisdom books things like that things that speak uh speak life those types of things that those are the types of things that i read or or want to look at or uh incorporate so
0: yeah that's that's uh probably my main source <laughs> that that's awesome and i was also i've never i've never heard that before uh that that sora grows joy i have i've always i've always thought of you know when you when you say what what is what is an abundant life and i thought of um, our ability to feel, you know, our ability to feel like we, we will feel the, the lowest of lows, but also to feel the highest of highs is that pendulum that we allow ourselves to, to kind of ride on, you know, and I feel that that is, that is life. You know, you can't, it's, it's hard to have, you know, the joy without the sorrow. They are, they, they balance each other out. Right. So um, yeah. thank you. Thank you. That's, that's, that's a good word right there.
1: Okay. You, you got it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely,
1: So don't waste your sorrow. Don't waste, don't it. waste your sorrow.
0: Absolutely. That, that's
1: the, that's the thing. Like it's, um, I mean, the, the, this life is going to have all sorts of challenges, whatever they are, whatever loss you've experienced, don't waste it. Don't waste it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're absolutely right there. Now, thank you for that. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of the Beyond the Game podcast and I know I have been blessed by this. I really pray that you are too. Um, there, there's there, there's so much to be said about um, what what Jonas has spoken here today and I and I can't wait to just kind of sit back and digest it all and I hope that that you will too. And I know I will listen to this podcast over and over and over again. So thank you for sharing that with us.
1: It was an honor and uh, I'm grateful for this opportunity. And I love you, brother.
0: I love you this too. Thank keep, you.
1: Keep forward motion. Keep your eyes on him. And don't look back.
0: Different aims for success, but we all taste. Keeping medal metal on tang, go me okay. Gold medals round next, CFL yeah. reigns, Bill Kings, Queens, BTG, repeat, Raw, T.